Thank you very much, Rosh Hashiva, for the warm introduction. Uh, this is uh, my second time speaking for part of the yeshiva, so zechus uh, to be able to speak uh, to all the yeshivas, b'shus all the chashiva, Rosh Yeshiva, and Rabbeim, and Talmidim. Thank you for the opportunity to uh, share with you some Debrei Torah. L'Kavit Zois Hanukkah. I want to thank my dear friend, uh, Rabbi Weldler. Actually, I think about... I think about Rabbi Weldler every day of Hanukkah because we say, Nasi, 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 you know? So, the truth is, he is a Nasi to Israel. He's really a prince. And the biggest miracle was that in the morning there were two feet of snow on the ground, and then within an hour, as soon as uh, Rabbi Nasi agreed to come, somehow it disappeared. So that's also one of the Nisim and the Flies. But, my Zayda, you should live and be well. He was 100 years old a very long time ago. And uh, he was a survivor of Auschwitz and all the bad places. He was a Talmud Muvuk of Ramanachem Zemba. He's a Ben Bayis by Ramanachem Zemba. He had smicha already before the war from Rav David Kahana. And uh, in an interesting turn of events, after the war, he happened, he, he happened to have learned English before the Holocaust. And... When he was liberated, so the American army made him the ego between the liaison between the American army and the survivors. And they gave him an army uniform, and they gave him a jeep, and they put him in charge of the Sfarim depot in Europe, meaning Hitler gathered all the Sfarim in Europe into central locations. What he was going to do with them, it's not clear. He was going to make a museum of what the Israelites used to do in Europe before he destroyed them. And upon liberation, my grandfather had the keys to these central libraries, and he brought a lot of the Svarim back to America. So one of the Svarim that I found in his house is called Minhage Chsam Sefer. It's not a very rare Sefer, it's an available Sefer. And in the Minhage Chsam Sefer, Chsam Sefer says, A dover nifla admoid. A wondrous thing. Says the Chsam Sefer, then on Hanukkah, one has to be engaged, one has to be devoted to learning Torah more than any other time of the year because the Yitzhahara exerts the most energy and effort to try to get somebody to waste their time on Hanukkah more than any time of the year. So the Chassam Sofer would say, Hanukkah is l'hoide so l'halel, it's for ruchnius, it's not l'mishta b'simcha. And therefore, one has to be involved in Limanat Torah more than any other time of the year. And then the Chassam Sefer drops the bombshell. You ready for this? You know why? You know why on Chanukah one has to be involved in learning more than any other time of the year? Because Chanukah is the days that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave to Moshe Rabbeinu the Soido Yisha HaKadosh Baruch Hu taught Moshe Rabbeinu the secrets of the Torah on Chanukah. The Hafla Vafela, Mamish, where did the Chsam Sefer get this from? Who told the Chsam Sefer that HaKadosh Baruch Hu taught the secrets of Torah to Moshe Rabbeinu on Chanukah? How, can, how could he even make heads or tails on this? We know Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Harsinai. He goes up on Shavuos, on Vav Sivan. He comes down 40 days later. As far as I know, between Vav Sivan and Shavuos of Atamuz, Chanukah doesn't usually fall out. And then Moshe Rabbeinu went up a second time. Moshe Rabbeinu goes up 
Yudches Tammuz, and he comes back down, Erev Rosh Chodesh Elul, and as, I, as far as I know, in Tammuz and Av, also Hanukkah doesn't usually fall out. And then Moshe Rabbeinu went up a third time to Harasina, he went up Rosh Chodesh Elul, and he comes down on Yom Kippur, and at least in the five towns, Hanukkah has never come out between Rosh Chodesh Elul and Yom Kippurim. So what in the world is the Chassam Sefer talking about? That Moshe Rabbeinu was given the secrets of Torah on Hanukkah. Nobody says Pshat. So it's a mitzvah to try to explain what's Pshat in the Chassam Sefer. What does the Chassam Sefer mean? He's telling his Talmidim, you need to learn more Torah on Hanukkah than any time of the year because that's when HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave over to Moshe Rabbeinu the secrets of Torah. We know there's no Masechta on Hanukkah. Everybody knows the famous question, why is there no Masechta on Hanukkah? The Tamei HaMenhagen brings down a pshat from the Chassam Soifer, and the Sefer Chod HaMeshulash, they say over from the Chassam Soifer, but there's a lot of controversy whether in fact the Chassam Soifer said that it's because Rebbe, who redacted the Mishnah, did not want to include the, the miracle of Hanukkah because the Chashmonom took away the Melucha and Rebbe mi based David Kasina. There's a lot of controversy. Did the Chassam Sefer in fact say that? But Rabbi said, it's more than the fact that there's no Masechta on Hanukkah. Because, okay, you don't have to have a Masechta. You could have more than two and a half blood in Bameh Madlik and about Hanukkah. I mean, you could clear Chakiros about let's say somebody doesn't have oil on the last night of Hanukkah, and let's say, Lamashal, uh, he sees his friend's uh, menorah is burning, and after a half hour, after a half hour, you want to put out your friend's menorah, and then you want to light it. I mean, you should could have a whole sugya. Nobody told me that this was this guy. I'm just, you know, looking at your faces. And, I mean, you could have blood and blood and blood about various chakiras. Only two and a half blood in the whole Masechta Shabbos. B'chah, it's not just in the Gemara it's missing. In the whole Zoyar HaKadosh, Chanukah is mentioned one time. It's like, uh, it's taboo. Nobody wants to talk about it. Why is there no mention of Chanukah? Not in the Gemara, really. Hardly in the Mishnah. Not in the Zoyar HaKadosh. Because I'll say Moshe Rabbeinu had a hard time with the Menorah. Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't really grasp the Menorah. How do we know that? Because Hashem said, This is the act of the Menorah. This is how you make the Menorah. So say, I don't understand. The Menorah is more complicated than the Aroin. It's more complicated than the Shulchan. It's more complicated than the Yeriyos, Hoizim. Why is the Menorah more complex? What did Moshe not get about the Menorah? I guarantee if you can make Kruvim, if you can make Miksha, if you can make Mizlagois and all those different tools at the end of Parshish Chuma, whatever they, the Yoim, then you can make a Menorah. What, what was so difficult about the Menorah? There's a lacha that you're not allowed to get Hanah from the nearest of Hanukkah. Why can't you get Hanah from the nearest of Hanukkah? It has Kedusha, the Neros have Kedusha. We say, Haneros Halolu Koydeshem. Do they have real Kedusha? Uh, 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 not really. I mean, they're Chetzal Shal Mitzvah. 
Chetzer Shal Mitzvah has Kedusha. They don't really have Kedusha. I have a question. Let's say your, your glasses are a little dirty. They're foggy. So you want to and take a talus and clean your, your glasses. Mutter or Aser? Eh, probably Mutter. Rebel Yashif says, uh, unless you want to say they're really dirty and it's Derech Bizayayin, so you'll have to get Hana from a talus. There's no Isra Hana. Let's say you're freezing cold. And a Chvez, you know, you're in Lakewood, so you're not going to wear one of these big park uh, coats like in my neighborhood. So you put on a talus, you know. You want to wear a talus because it's freezing cold outside. You're allowed to do that. Right? We're in Lakewood. No, that's what they told me. I just want to... You're allowed to, you're allowed to, you're allowed to wear a talus. You're allowed to get Hana from a talus. Are you allowed to get Hana from a Chepsa Shel Mitzvah? Avada, there's no Isser Hana on any Chepsa Shel Mitzvah. So why is it Aser Lehanois from the light of the Menorah? Okay, there's a Ran, Bamem Adlikin. Tomorrow's Kriya Satoira. I know it's the longest weekday Kriya Satoira of the whole year. I know everyone's looking forward. But, besides that, it's the only time the whole year that you're going to lane from one parsha, and usually when the parsha is over, you stop. There's only one time a year, unless it's a double parsha. It's only only time one one time a year where there's a big stop sign at the end of the parsha. Now it's not a stop sign; it's a red light with points on the insurance. You go right through the red light into the next parsha. It's an interesting phenomenon. It's certainly worthy of our attention. Why is the only time the whole year? that we don't stop at the end of a parasha, we go straight into the next parasha, parashas, Nasai going into Bahaloischa and Zoyischa Anaka. Chanukah is on a, fu- on a funny day of the year. Chafei Kislev. You don't usually have Yom Toivim on Chafei. Usually, you start in the beginning of the month, or Tesvav is big, you know, Tesvav, Tesvav. But one time a year, we have this interesting Yamtif, where we start just about, not at the end of the month, close to the end of the month. Why this specific date? Why Chafei Kislev? What's the Indian of Chafei Kislev? So I'll tell you a little story. There was once this little baby... He's in utero, and it happens to many of them. A malach comes, and on top of his head, they light a candle. And the Gemara says that this candle, on the top of this Yiddish baby, is so bright, the child could see, That's what the Gemara says. That every Jewish child could see from one end of the world to the other end of the world. And Chazal say, They teach the child the entire Torah. Okay, the Gemara says, the Malach comes, the Malach hits the kid, and the kid forgets Kola Torah And the Gemara seems to have forgotten to tell me about one thing. What happened to the candle? The Gemara says, the Malach came, he lit a candle on the top of the child's head. It's such a bright candle, you could see from here until North Korea. Talk, it might be interesting to find out what's going on over there. But you could see from one end of the world to the other end of the world. So what happened to the candle? 
Where did it go? Is it still lit? Did the Malach put it out? What's the Pshat in the Gemara? Why does the Gemara leave out this piece of information? And finally, a very interesting Ha'ara. It's a Ha'ara of the Yushalmi. The Yushalmi tells us that by every single day of creation, by Yomer Lekim, by every single act of creation, the Yivan Shalom said, every single time, with one exception. On the first day of creation, the Yivan Shalom says, and it doesn't say Vayichin. Vayomer lehim elikim yehi ar. Vayihi ar. It doesn't say Vayichin. Why doesn't it say Vayichin? Says Yushami very simply, because when the Rebbeinu Shalom made the rakia, there was a rakia. When the Rebbeinu Shalom said there should be mayim, there was mayim. And when the Rebbeinu Shalom said there should be a sun and a moon and stars, there was. And when the Rosh Hashanah said there should be fish and birds and people, there was. There's only one thing that the Rosh Hashanah wanted there to be, but it wasn't. And that's the R. The light. The Rosh Hashanah said, There should be light. And that was a very special light. That was a powerful light. That was a light with which you could see from one end of the world to the other end of the world. But the Rebbe Hashem created that light, but it wasn't. Because Because there are going to be Rishon in the world, there are going to be people in the world who are not worthy of this R. So the Rebbe had to take away the R, and he put away the R. He was goinez the R. So Vayoyimer Lekim Yehi R, but it wasn't Vayihi R. Excuse me, it wasn't Vayihi Chain, it was Vayihi R. The Yom wanted to create a special light, but the light could not exist. So the Yom took the light and he hid it away. For how long did the original light of creation last? For how many days? The Yishalmi says it lasted for a day and a half, for 36 hours. For Friday, Arab Shabbos, 12 hours. For Leil Shabbos, 12 hours. And for Yom Shabbos, 12 hours. Now that's hard to understand because the Chara Hashem created the light in the beginning of creation. But it seems that only the amount of time that it lit for Adam Arishain is considered the original light. This original Ur lasted 36 hours. Lamid Vav Shais. You know what the remez is? Vayoimer Elohim Yehi Ur. Vayar Elohim Esar Ki Toiv. On that word Toiv. There's a Masoira that the Tess should have four Tagim. Tess times four is 36. That the Rekach says is the Remez that the original light of creation lasted for 36 hours. So now we have a big uh, journey. We have a big obligation. We have, a, we have a, an adventure to go on. And the adventure is, Rabbi Isai, the Rebbeinu created the world with a special light. But that light could not exist. The Yibam had to hide it away. Where did he put it? Where's the light? Where did it go? 
Where is the original R of creation? And it wasn't Vayihichen, it was Vayihir. So where did it go? Where's the light? Says Hashem was going, is it? He hid it. Where did he put it? Where did the Rebbeinu put the original? So you say, I don't know. Uh, how am I supposed to know where he put the light? The same way uh, we don't know where the Aroin is. So if Hutner writes, not so fast. <laughs> we know exactly where the Aroin is. The Mishnah says in Shkolem that uh, a Kohen one day he saw that there was a floorboard of the Beis HaMikdosh that was out of place. And he realized the Aroin was there and he didn't have a chance to tell anybody about it until he died. So we knew where the Aroin was. So Ganaz doesn't mean it's hidden and you don't know where it is. Ganaz means that while in the past it was active in a very obvious, overt, clear way, and now Ganaz means it's secretive. It's still operative, it's still working, but not in the same open way it once worked. So that means the R, we know where the R is. It's somewhere, it's somewhere that we know about, but it's not out in the open the way it once was. And the question is, where did the Rebbe Shalom put the original light of creation? So the Bnei Yisachar quotes from what he calls three Balei Ruach HaKodesh. He quotes from the Roikeach, Rebbe Lezer Migar Maiza, who had Kabbalah from Elioh Anavi. He quotes from the Maral of Prague, who the Bnei Soskar says used the Sefer HaYetzira. And he quotes from a Pinchas Karatzer, who also, he says, was a Baal Ruach HaKodesh. That we know exactly where the R is. Because if you look in the Medrash Tanchuma, this is the most famous Medrash Tanchuma in all Medrash Tanchuma. You probably heard it in Shmuzin a thousand times. The Medrash Tanchuma in Parshas Noyach, that there's a stira between Nasa the Nishman, Kafalim Harkagigis, and the Medrash Tanchuma says that the Torah Shabachsav, Kal Yisrael said Nasa the Nishma. And the Torah Shabachsav, it was Kafalim Harkagigis, Hashem had a forced upon us. Why, says the Medrash Tanchuma? Because only somebody who exerts themselves, Bechalev Uvechal Nefesh, can learn Torah Shabachsav. That's the Lashon of the Medrash Tanchum. But if you look at number 14, I want to share with you simple words of the Medrash Tanchum. It says the Medrash Tanchum on the fourth line, Oyer shenivra b'yoyim rishayin shegenozoy ha-kadosh baruch hu la'amele toyrash The original light of creation, the light of creation with which you could see from one end of the world to the other end of the world, the Yibam Shem hid away in the Torah Kedoshah. For those who learn Dafka Torah Shabal Peh. The Ar Haganos is in the Torah Shabal Peh. If you look in the Eitz Yosef, the Eitz Yosef brings from the Magid Sedek, Shamati Oimrim, Shabiurai, Shagenozai, the Torasai Hakdoisha. The Ar Haganos is latent in the Torah Kedoshah, in the Torah Shabal Peh. The Nefesh Achayim also quotes the Zayar. Ar Nignaz. He says from the Goin, the Or Hagonos is in the Torah. We're in the Torah. Which book? So says the Rekeach, and says the Pinchas Karatzer, 
How many Masechtas do we have? How many Masechtas of Shas are there? Lamid Vav Masechtas. There are 36 Masechtas. In fact, the Berhetev says, when you shake your Lulav, Lulav is Oisiyos, Lamid Vav, Lamid Vez. Take the 36 Masechtas and put them on your heart. But the, the first Chuvan Shalsachus, Maria Asad, talks about the Cheshvain of Halichas Oilam Lai, the 36 Masechtas. So the Aragonos is in the Shas. It's in Shas Bavli. When you learn Shas, when you learn Tarsh you are accessing the Or Hagonos, the original light of creation, with which you could see from one end of the world to the other end of the world. Gedoyle Yisrael, who are immersed in the Torah, they have in their soul, they have in their neshama, the Or Hagonos, they could see millions of miles away. They could see from one end of the world to the other. They have access to the original light of creation, the Or Hagonos, the Or Shagnazai HaKadosh Baruch Hu So it's hidden somewhere in the Torah. Did that light ever come out? Was there ever a time that the original light of creation came out, was brought to the forefront, that when the Yibbana Shalom said, you see, it's interesting, when the Yibbana Shalom created the world, he wanted the light to be a certain way. It wasn't Vayihi Ar, it, was it wasn't Vayihi Chen, it was Vayihi Ar. Did it ever happen that the creation was, so to speak, fixed for a little while? That when the Yibbana Shalom said, Vayoyim Elikim Yihi Ar, it was Vayihi Chen. My, my Zayda, I mentioned Zolgazunzayin, was uh, Baruch Hashem Zakin Muflag. His grandfather was a Rav in the city of Linschitz in the 1860s when the Malbim, the Malbim was a Rav in various communities and uh, usually after a short while he was chased out. They were Roydif the Malbim Kamat from every Rabbonus he had. And uh, he ended up one Erev Shabbos in Linschitz as a he needed a place to go. He stayed in Linchitz for quite a while. He wrote the Malbim in the city of Linchitz when my grandfather's grandfather happened to be the Rav of that city. So my grandfather's grandfather was best friends with the Malbim. So to me, it's an amazing thing. I could sit with my grandfather. He saw his Zayda who was friendly with the Malbim. Can you imagine? Here, it's 2020, and you could sit next to somebody who knew somebody who knew the, uh, who knew the Malbim. You know, it's not, it's not even going, it's going back, I don't know, nine generations. The Malbim wrote a sefer on Chumash, Eretz Chemda. In the Eretz Chemda, the Malbim says, there was one time in history when the Rebbe Hashem said, When Aroin HaKoyen lit the menorah, what does the Pasuk say? We're going to relay it tomorrow. Vayas Cain Aroin. And Aroin corrected, he fixed the Cain. It should have said, It didn't, because the Aragonos had to be stowed away. It was, but it wasn't, it was hidden. The Aragonos was hidden. When Aroin lit the menorah, it was Mashlim the Bria. The Bria came back to Vayomer Lekim Yihiar Vayichain Vayas Kain Aroin. How does the leaning end tomorrow? Kain Asas Hamenoira. Kain Asas Hamenoira. When Moshe made that Menoira, 
He fixed creation. He brought the Or Hagonos out to the world. Now, why does the Menorah bring the Or Hagonos out to the world? What's special about the Menorah? What does the Menorah have to do with the Or Hagonos? Well, we understand, Rabbi Isai. Where is the Torah? The Torah is in the in Shas, in the Tarshabal Peh. By the way, how many Neroys do we light on Hanukkah, says the Bnei Yisachar? We light 36 Neroys on Hanukkah. Because when we light the menorah on Hanukkah, we are accessing also the Aragonos. We're bringing that original light of creation out to the world. What, when the, what day of the year do the Yibam Shalom say, Vayoyimer Lekim are The 25th day of Elul says the Shla Kadosh. So that was the beginning of creation, but something is not really considered started until it has a haschala of three months. So three months after Vayoimer Lekim Yehiar Vayehiar, it becomes Vayoimer Lekim Yehiar Vayehichem. When we light the thirty-six neros of the menorah, culminating on this Hanukkah. That's why on Zeus Hanukkah we read, Vayas Kain Aroin, this is the Hashlama of Briyas Oilam. We're fixing up, Vayom Kim here, Vayihir. We're bringing out the light of the 36 and We know the Menorah represents Tarsha Balpeh. You know what the Medrash says? I had a Rebbe, Gavaldiga Rebbe. If you would say a good Svara, the Rebbe would say, Kaftar Vaferach. Kaftar Vaferach. Which means what? I don't know. Buttons and flowers. <laughs> Between me and you, if you tried out a yeshiva and you heard a Rebbe tell a Talmud, you know, buttons and flowers, I don't know, you would, you'd, you'd come back here, right? Well, what does that mean, buttons and flowers? What kind of compliment is that? So the Nitziv writes that there were two kalim in the Mikdash. The, all the hashba of Torah came to Klal Yisrael through the Mikdash. The Tarsha B'chsav was came through the Hashba of the Oroin. The Tarsha Baal came through the Hashba of the Menorah. Haroit said, Lahachkim Yadrim. If you want to become wise, you face the south. The Simonach Menorah Shabadorin. But the Menorah represented the Chachma of the Tarsha Baal The Menorah was the light of the Tarsha Baal Hence, the Menorah brought the Oragonos out to the forefront. The, the menorah brought out to the world the light of the Aragonos that was hidden away. So Hashem said, And when Aaron lit the menorah, it's Now watch this. You know, there's a, a Rashi. We're going to lane tomorrow. And who remembers what Rashi said? What? Malamed Shivchay Shalam. Nasi Yisan, right? No? Um, <laughs> Rabbi Frank, yeah? It's very good. Vayaz kein Aroin, Melamed Shivcha Shal Aroin, we see the praise of Aroin, Shaloi Shina, that Aroin did not deviate. So every Mefarish and their third cousin asks, what's the big, what's the big Shvach of Aaron that he didn't deviate? Hashem said, light the menorah, so Aaron looked at the menorah, what's Aaron going to do? He's going to go galfing. Hashem said to do it, so he does it. That's the big Shvach of Aroin. Listen to the Malbim in the Yaretz Chemda. The Shvach of Aroin is, Hashem said, Yehi Or. He wished it could have said, Vayihi Chain. 
It didn't. When Aaron said, Vayas Kain Aaron, Shivchoy Shal Aaron, that he wasn't Meshana from the original Kavana of the Bria of Ayoimer Lakim Yihiar and Vayihichain. That's Malamid Shivchoy Shal and Shaleshina. So the Arhagonos is in the Tarshabal path. Its influence to the world is brought to the world through the lighting of the menorah and Ara of Aroin. And says Bnei Yisoska, when we light the menorah, which by the way, the Ran writes that the menorah is really, our menorah in our house is a hemshech of the menorah in the Beis HaMikdash, which is why it's Asr L'Hishtamesh L'Oira, because, because our menorah is, real, is, is paralleled, is based on the menorah in the Beis HaMikdash. There's, there's an Isser Me'ila, so to speak, on the, the, the Ur of our Menorah. In fact, I'll tell you a little Chiddush. There was a Goin, a big Goin, a Polish Goin, Rabbi Shua Mikutna. Rabbi Shua Mikutna has a Chiddush Nifla. You know, if you look in the Gemara, Ba'mem Adlikin, you ever hear of the Gemara? Ba'mai Chanukah, you ever hear of such a Gemara? Ma'i Chanukah. Right? Everybody knows the Gemara, my Chanukah. Oh, Lashana Acheres, what did they do? How did they establish Chanukah? They made a Yom Tif, Behalel Vahayda. After Bishulam Mikudna, the Gemara omitted the most important mitzvah of Chanukah, the mitzvah of why the whole sugya of Chanukah is doing it by Memadlikit. The Gemara should have said, Lashana Acheres, Kavim Asam Yomim Toivim, Halel, Hayda, Vahadlak Asaneiros. That's the only reason why Hanukkah is in Shabbos, because of the Menorah. And the Gemara doesn't even say there's a mitzvah to light the Menorah when they formulated Hanukkah. Says Rabbi Sholem, he couldn't have, that's because there was no such mitzvah. You ever hear such a chiddush? Why would they make a mitzvah to light the Menorah? There's a Menorah in the base Hamikdash. When in the world would they make a mitzvah to light a Menorah in your house for? It was only later on in history, after the base Hamikdash was destroyed that they wanted a zikarain to the lighting of the menorah, and they made some so the Masakin later, it's Mamash Maduik and the Rambam. The Rambam says, when it comes to lighting the menorah, he says, you have to say halal, you have to say hayda, umadlik and neirois, and uh, they would light neirois. And then the Rambam, the Rambam is, and then they were koivea to light neirois. The Rambam says it twice. What's he saying it twice? The answer is that originally there was no such kviyos. They never made such a mitzvah. People did it. Later on in history, after the English was destroyed, they were massacring to light the menorah. It's a controversial chiddush, you should know. But that's how Rabbi Shulam Mikutna learns it. In the Akuntras, Chaste Yavos. So the menorah in your house is literally a zikaroin and is paralleled after the menorah in the Beis HaMikdash. And when you light the menorah, you're bringing out the original light of creation. Kein Osa now, remember the candle over your head? So you're wondering, what happened to it? You know, it's not like you have to walk around the rest of your life like on a, on a tightrope because the candle might fall off your head. The candle's not there anymore. Where did the candle go? Why doesn't the Gemara talk about what happened to the candle? Huh, the Rebbe says very posh. Well, what do you think the candle is? You think a malach came and he put a candle on your head? If you know Kolatoira Kula, Mamela, you have the Orhagonos, that's the candle over your head. The candle is, if you know Kolatoira Kula, then you could see him. Once the Malach comes and he makes you forget the Torah, we have to say what happened to the candle? 
Daragonus is gone. You don't have to talk about it. It's Mavur Me'elav that there's no light anymore. Now, what was Moshe's problem with the Menorah? Moshe didn't understand the Menorah. So the Gra says a fantastic chedosh. The Gra says if you make a cheshbin of all the details of the Menorah, the Gra says there are 22 gevim, 22 cups, goblets on the Menorah. There were 11 kaftoyrim, 11 knobs, we're up to 33. There were nine prachim, there were nine flowers, we're up to 42. And there were zayin kanim, that's 49. There are 49 designs on the menorah. What's the significance of that? The Gemara says in Rosh Hashanah, Chamishim Shari Bina Nivru Bailam, the 50 gateways of wisdom, Chulam Nitnu Lamaisha, Chasar Achis. They're all given to Maisha except for one, Shinemar, Batachasreo Miyamelekim. Maisha had all branches of wisdom except for one. Moshe did not have the Shar Nun. Says the Gra, the 49 details of the Menorah represent the 49 Sha'arim of Chachma, which Moshe Rabbeinu knew very well, and that's why Moshe Rabbeinu had no problem with the Pratim of the Menorah. Moshe didn't understand Menorah Atzma. The Menorah itself is the Shar Nun. So Moshe Rabbeinu did not know the Shar Nun. Now, when Hashem told Moshe the following words, you have to say that Hashem gave to Moshe Rabbeinu some of the Sharnon, according to the Gra. Because Moshe Rabbeinu was Naskasha b'menoira. And Hashem said, no, here it is, v'zeh. But does that mean Moshe Rabbeinu had some of the Sharnon? Avada. Many Mepharshim say that Moshe Rabbeinu definitely had some elements of the Sharnon. Chsam Soifer writes, that's why his Talmud was Yehoshua bin Nun. He was maven the Shar Nun that he learned from Moshe Rabbeinu. Even when Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Har Sinai, it says, Vayidabra Hashem Moshe es kol. Kol, that Rizal says, all 50. What? Bin Nun, Nechsam Sefer, Parashashlach. So, but then that Rizal says, Vayidabra Hashem Moshe es kol hadvarim. He got Shar Nun. But then Hashem said, Lech. Read, go down from Lech, go down from 50, you have to go down to 49, but on Moshe Rabbeinu's last day, Vayal Moshe, may Arvois Moyov, Gematria 49, El Har Nivoy Nun Boy, he got 50 on his last day. So Moshe Rabbeinu is going back and forth from 49 to 50, but he had some understanding of the Shar Nun. when Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu, he gave him a, a, a little bit of the Shar Nun. You're good? We're, we're good so far? How are we all doing? Yichab? right? So, Shehi got, Moshe Rabbeinu got a little bit of the Sharnun when? When Hashem taught him the Menorah. So let's make a very simple cheshven. When did Hashem tell Moshe v'zeh maseh ha-Menorah? And the answer doesn't say anywhere. But let's, let's think about it. Let's speculate. We know the Nesim brought Karbonos for 12 days. And what was Aaron HaKoyen's reaction? He had Chalisha Sadas. Arna Koin said, you all bringing Karbanis, I have no, I have no chilek in the Karbanis. Hashem said, no, don't worry. This is Masa HaMenoira. Your chilek shall chagadoy l'mishalachim. Question. That took place. When did the Nesim bring Karbanis? When did the Nesim bring their Karbanis? 
Yesterday. No, when did the Siyam bring their Kavanas? When? Rishchadosh Nisan. Yeah, for 12 days. When were they supposed to have brought their Karbanas? The Medr says it was supposed to be on Hanukkah. But Hashem pushed off the Hanukkah Samazbeach to Rishchadosh Nisan, and I told Hanukkah, I'll pay you back a different time. I think it's Mastabra to say that the Nisim, they didn't bring their Karbanos on Hanukkah, but they knew what Karbanos they were going to bring on Hanukkah. It doesn't say Hashem didn't say anything. They knew what they needed to bring, but it was stalled till Rosh Chodesh And L'Chayra then, when did Aroi Nakoyin have Chalisha Sadas? Probably on Hanukkah. Because that's when the Karbanos were supposed to be brought. And Aaron had Chalisha Sadas. And when did Hashem tell Moshe Rabbeinu, V'zeh, Masei HaMenoira, Mikshat, on Hanukkah. So when did Hashem t- teach Moshe Rabbeinu the Menoira? On Hanukkah. And when did Hashem teach Moshe Rabbeinu the Sharnun? On Hanukkah. And when did HaKadosh Baruch Hu teach Moshe Rabbeinu the Soidois HaToira? On Hanukkah. So maybe when the Chassam Soifer says, that you have to be very careful, the Liman HaToira on Hanukkah, because this is the Zman that HaKadosh Baruch Hu taught Moshe Rabbeinu, the Soidois HaToira, maybe this is what the Chassam Soifer is referring to, that where, where is there any basis that HaKadosh Baruch Hu taught Moshe Rabbeinu the secrets of Torah on Hanukkah? Maybe, just maybe, V'zemasa HaMenoira, which very reasonably occurred on Hanukkah, was where HaKadosh Baruch Hu taught Moshe Rabbeinu the secrets of Torah on Hanukkah. Now, the rest of the year, Rabbi Sai, we're limited. We have very big limitations. We're limited to the Shar Mem test. And therefore, as soon as you get up to the Peor of the Samach, you stop dead in your tracks. You stop. You can't go beyond the Gedarim. You can't go past what, what you're supposed to know. But if there's one day a year that... Rebbein Shalom, so to speak, gives Klal Yisrael an extra measure, an extra little dose of Hashpas HaToyra, of understanding the Soidois HaToyra. If there's any day, it's probably the day that the Or HaGonos is brought out to the world more than any other day, which L'Chayra would be Zois Hanukkah, because that's the Hashlama, it's the eighth day, when we finish the 36th Lights of Hanukkah, the Neirois, corresponding to the 36 hours that the Aragonos uh, uh, was Nashtamish. So maybe that's the reason why every other day of the year, you got to stop at the end of the parsha. You have Gedorim, you know, you can't go too much. Don't, you know, stop. you have to stop at a certain uh, degree. But there's one day a year we are not bound by any limitations. We are not restricted. We are not held back. We could go to the end of Parshas Nosoi and go straight through. We're not bound by the Sharmem test. We're going straight for the gold on Zois Hanukkah. We need to read Cain, Asa, Hamanoira, Vayas, Cain, Aaron. We have to be Mashlim, the Lamed Vav Shois, that the Aragonas was Nishtamish in the beginning of the Bria. And I happen to see that the Bnei Yisachar writes in a Sefer on Chumash called Chidushe Maharzah. Parshas Behaloischa is the 36th Parsha in the Chumash. So tomorrow, when we finish 
the 36 Neirois, we go into the 36th Parsha in the Torah, and we have a little bit of a te'ima, a little flavor for the Sharnun. Marv Raboisai, I don't know, I guess it's a Matanam and Ashamayim. The longest Kriyas HaToyra of the weekday is tomorrow. How many Psukim? Watch this. Three Psukim for Kayin. Three Psukim for Levi. Forty-four Psukim, I think, Kenege the Memdala nearest Hanukkah. A total of 50 Psukim of Laning on Zois Hanukkah. Half level fellas. The Sharnun Zois Hanukkah is the Moshe's completion of learning the 50 Sha'arim of Chachma. And uh, what a great opportunity if the Rebbe Hashem gave over to Moshe Rabbeinu, the Noisein HaToyra, all of the, these treasures and gems on Zois Hanukkah. Imagine how much Siyata Dishmaya. Imagine how much Matana of Torah the Rebbe Hashem could be mashpia on us. So we should all be Zoycha and the Zchus. Of your Amelos and the Schus of your Dveikus to Torah, the Banisham should be Mashpia on all of us. Shefa, Brachavatzlacha, Shefa of Torah, and the Banisham should give us Yata Deshmaya to be Neskayim, Galenai, Vabita, Neflois, Mitarasecha, Afrilch, and Chanukah.